Hello and welcome to the Rundown with Jazz. I'm Jazz and today we're doing the Rundown on women's safety with a very, very special guest, Molly, the founder of These Girls Run, which is a safe, sweaty and supportive community of girls that do running all across the UK. So welcome, Molly. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's okay. We'd lo- we love to have you. So would you like to introduce These Girls mm-hmm. Run, give a little bit of a background info for yeah those people that don't know about these girls run i mean you should do because it's literally <laughs> all over my instagram but just it's all to, you talk yeah. about <laughs> i'm but very just, happy yeah. about it but just a little bit of background info on yeah. why you started these girls run and mm-hmm. the importance of it to you yeah of course thank you for having me okay. um <laughs> so these girls run um started out as a bit of a passion project a few years ago um and before I talk about it it's probably worth me saying that I can't I never really intended for it to get as big yeah. as it has um I didn't like set out to I, I wanted to like change the change my little part of the world in a very small way but I didn't really set out to make it as big as it is today so I'm like so grateful and amazed by where it is and it's so nice to be sat here with you talking about it um but yeah I just started it out as a very casual run on a Sunday morning in York so I was living in York at the time um I lived in York from when I was 18 up until I think I was about uh 23 or 22 I lived there for six years in total and it was 2021 so the year after COVID had started and I'd just been living in London for the summer so I moved down to London for six months during the summer and I loved it I did so much running (laughs) um I like fell in love with running I think a lot of people fell in love with running during COVID yeah I did (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um on a personal level I used to run before COVID but I would probably say it was for the wrong reasons so I had an eating disorder since I was 13 14 um and still struggle with stuff like that now it's not something that I ever feel like you can get rid of completely yeah it's just a I feel like it's more just about the journey of navigating Mm. recovery and finding that those all they'll always I feel like for me as well there'll always be little rules that I've made up yeah and then I'll suddenly be like oh I didn't realize yeah. that was still going yeah, on, but exactly. it is just a, healing's just such. It's not a linear journey. No, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think running, running in summer twenty twenty one for me was like the moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I can run and I can run to enjoy it. I'm yeah. not running to burn calories, or I'm not running for for the sole reason being yeah. that. So I fell in love with running, and then I moved back to York. Um, and it was winter time, October 2021. I think the clocks were just about to change. It was about to get very dark as it does every year. But I think I was kind of shocked by how unsafe I felt when I was running back in York. And York is typically not a very, you wouldn't say that it's an unsafe place compared to a lot of other places. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, but I think I just had that terrifying moment, which all women have probably had where you're running or walking down a dark street and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's at the end of this road. Somebody could jump out and scare me. Anything could happen. And in that moment, when you're out running, running for me is all about freedom. I run for my mental health first and foremost. The number one reason. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I get such strong like peace of mind and calm and clarity clarity yeah that's a great word yeah clarity from when I'm out running and I just hated that I was running in the dark in a place where I'd lived since I was 18 and where I was meant to feel safe and I didn't feel safe um and I didn't really know what to do about it because as women you just kind of accept that that is what happened and that's so sad that 
so many women do just accept yeah. the fact that oh well I don't feel safe running so I guess I just won't be able to run yeah, as much. Yeah exactly and I didn't want to not run basically yeah. so I just had a bit of a crazy thought about messaging in a Facebook group I was in that was um it was like a Facebook group for women in York and I messaged in there to see if anybody fancied to go for a run so I wanted to I wanted to feel safe first and foremost and I knew that being with other women would help me to feel safe especially in the dark yeah but I also wanted to make new friends so I think again COVID taught us all that like when you don't when you don't see each other all the time or when you don't see your friends all the time it is still yeah. quite easy to keep in touch but actually as you move through your 20s you lose touch with a lot of people that you yeah. used to be really close with and you're all doing completely different things and yeah, my so friends true. like that I have now versus when I was 20 is a, like a very different group of friends yeah um so I wanted to make some new friends and um I felt a bit embarrassed about that but at the, at the time I did now I'm like yeah I will happily say that yeah. I'm, I want new friends yeah <laughs> I'll happily go out there but at the time I was a little bit embarrassed so anyway I thought I'd start up this run club um and we met on a Sunday at the end of October um did a 5k around York and then went for a cup of tea and a cup of coffee after and I just absolutely loved it I loved yeah. meeting the girls I loved chatting it like brought a whole new dimension to my Sundays yeah um, and like having that really wholesome time to myself and kind of in the nicest way possible killing two birds with one stone where I was getting I was doing a run I was doing something for my physical and mental yeah. health but I was also making new friends and in that half an hour or the hour that we were together yeah I like I felt I felt so energized yeah and I, I feel it. like connection is so important especially for well for everyone really having a community of friends yeah I know that personally for me these girls runners brought me so many new friends it gets to a point where it's like I want to make friends who have more in common with me yeah yeah and similar make interest. friends that I've not just happened to yeah. be put together with it. it's yeah. like I feel like when you leave school as well suddenly you're not with all the people that you were kind of just happened to spend mm. every day with and like you said I'm I mean I'm only just turned 22 so I'm very yeah. much at the start of my 20s but even the friends that I had when I was 18 to the friends that I have now mm. it's like completely changed yeah. and you lose touch with so many people and like you said people get jobs and then it's so hard to actually have consistent friendships because you have to work a lot more mm, for them so yeah exactly having clubs that you can go to like these girls run it's just such a great opportunity to not only get out there for your mental health and move mm. your body and exercise your mind but also to actually make meaningful yeah connections because I feel yeah. like that enhances your life yeah so much completely yeah and I think if you're trying to make new friends it, and even even if you're going on a date or if you're making new yeah. friends it is quite daunting sitting across the table from someone you've never met or maybe you've only met once and you're like oh my gosh I've, I've got 20 minutes we've both got a coffee I need to fill this time yeah. with conversation for 20 minutes whereas when you're on a run you're just kind of you're just jogging along you can be completely silent if you want to because everyone gets that you need you need yeah. to be able to breathe Time properly to breathe. yeah <laughs> but also there's so many things you can talk about when you're running whether it's like class classic british thing of like oh the weather yeah or you talk about your trainers or like what you've been doing that day or what you're going to be doing the next day there's so much room for more like organic conversation yeah, rather so than true. just sitting across someone and thinking oh my god 
I've the list of questions. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a list of questions I've gone through yeah. them all. What do we yeah. talk about now? Yeah, that exactly. Be- I feel like you said that feeling of awkwardness never really appears on a run because yeah. if you're running and you need a little break, you can then just break off into exactly. another conversation or listen to what other yeah. people are saying. You don't have to constantly fill yeah silence yeah exactly so yeah it's such a good such a good way to make friends and I basically did that first run and just loved it like it's kind of just gone from there so we launched um I launched in London at the end of last year so I moved down to London again full-time this time launched these girls run down here um and then this year we've gone from we had two locations in April and now we've got 11 and Woo-hoo! Manchester is a massive part of that. <laughs> so I'm so glad that you're one of our ambassadors, but yeah, it's been crazy. It's, it's been amazing to see like how supportive women are. Like I already knew yeah. how supportive women are. We all know that, you know, you know that if you rang one of your female friends and they yeah. would help you at a heart treat, heart, heartbeat heartbeat yeah heartbeat so I already knew how supportive women are but like this has just increased that and like it's so amazing to see women come together and make friends and like run run the Lisbon marathon together when they'd never ran abroad or together before like some of our girls all of our girls are amazing and then some of the stories that come out of it are just like inspirational and I'm so lucky to be able to hear those stories and be a part of it I love it. Yeah, so come to these girls' run, you might make yeah. a, li- a lifelong <laughs> friend. <laughs> so obviously the main focus of this podcast was to talk about women's safety. And I know mm. recently that you sent out a survey to yeah. all the these girls' run communities. And when I read the article that had been put out on your LinkedIn, mm. reading the stats just... I expected them yeah. to be like that, but then when you actually read it, mm. it is a lot more heartbreaking yeah. than you think it would be. So mm. if you wouldn't mind like sharing yeah. some of those just so we can like talk through them yeah. potential ways to make yourself feel safer yeah. whilst you're running or even just whilst you're out and about in yeah. the dark in winter. Yeah, of course. So we did a survey on women's safety when they're running during winter and yeah. um like you said, we shared it with the girls. We had 500 girls complete the survey in a week and a half. That's amazing. Which is amazing. And I think just crazy as it shows, it shows how much of an important topic this yeah. is for us. If I'd have put a survey out about, oh, what kind of running leggings would yeah. you recommend? We probably would have got 20 responses. Yeah. But the fact we got 500 in a week and a half is just like, it really shows that this yeah, topic is something we need to be talking about. It is. Yeah. Um, so a few, I guess a few stats that you mentioned, the the big one for me yeah. is when we ask girls whether they've changed their approach to running during winter, 97% of women have changed their approach to running in winter versus spring and summer. And when I think about that, I, I know that I changed my approach. Yeah, you know that you I changed do. your approach. Yeah. And it just kind of reminded me that we all have to change our approach to running in winter or we yeah. we all feel like we have to and that is because of very tangible reasons yeah. why um and it's it's not something that we should have to do at all it's not yeah. something you know i would argue that a lot of men the majority of men in fact probably don't need to change yeah. their approach to running in winter um whereas women it's kind of just part and parcel of being a woman and, yeah. and running in winter like 
we've all had it when you've been catcalled on the street or somebody yeah. said something to you and you're just like oh it's just another thing about being a woman you don't really think about it but when I saw that start I was like oh my gosh like that's this basically is every everybody. single person yeah who did the yeah survey. exactly and then um we kind of asked them what if they do change their behavior what did they change yeah um and 76 percent of the girls change the time of day that they run yeah i know i do that yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like today i i went out for a run at lunchtime with my boyfriend rather than running in the morning and sometimes yeah. i'm trying to do that more during the winter because yeah. one pure if you remove the safety element it is yeah. nicer to run in the daytime, in the daytime. you get the vitamin yeah. d you get the i mean it's not that sunny but you get some sun but it's mainly obviously because of the dark and the safety concerns yeah. and i think one thing one thing that stood out for me on girls changing the time of the day that they run is i'm very lucky that i have a nine to five job which allows me to be flexible with when i run yeah. so if i want to run at lunchtime i can generally yeah. go out and do that but for people doing shift work or um doing i guess any type of shift work or really really strict yeah. work timings or you know you're at uni then yeah it's not quite as flexible and yeah i i even even when it comes to women's safety i have to kind of recognize my, my privilege in that aspect and that yeah. i at least i can change the time of day that i run not that we should have to yeah. not that any of us should have to but, but i just have i've it really i feel for people who can't do that who yeah. work shifts or they work days or nights and they they can't then go out and run at a time that's best for them um yeah. then other stats we had um 68 change their route which again i do yeah. that all the time yeah i think that's what stresses me out when i run in the winter because i'm like oh my gosh i can't remember what my winter running routes are i yeah, literally it, have it's crazy that winter. you even yeah need that thought pattern and i know for me because like you said i'm at union some days i won't get back until like six yeah. and then in winter by that point it's, it's already dark, dark yeah and if I was to wake up in the morning, I'd still have to run when it was dark. Yeah. So for me, it was about taking my brother yeah. with me. Mm. And for him, and I know he won't mind me saying this, but if I go to him, because the other day he was like, oh yeah, I'm going on a run. And I was like, it's like half eight. Mm. I was like, are you sure you're going to be all right? He was like, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like he didn't even didn't need to think have that it. thought process. Yeah because I know he is very confident yeah. and I know that not every single man will feel like yeah. that but for the majority of them it's not even mm, a thought process exactly. that comes into their head he's yeah. just like yeah but then I know for a fact that if me him and my mum go out on mm. a run and one week we usually stick together but one week sometimes you just feel like you can run faster I was yeah. like I'll just go ahead because I actually feel okay and then he tried to like, he was very then aware of our safety because yeah. he was trying to make sure that he could see both of us at the same time. Yeah. So it's even when we are going on a run with him, he was having to then not necessarily think about his run, yeah. but then think about our safety yeah, as the priority. Yeah. And I didn't really reflect on that, but thinking about that now, it's like, wow, so David's coming with me on a run, yeah. but then he's having to well one i wouldn't be going on the run yeah if david wasn't, wasn't with there. me because i wouldn't feel safe enough yeah to. even if it was just me and my mom yeah. I, I don't think we either of us would feel safe enough yeah to. 
but it's the fact that he's coming on the run and then he's having to essentially make sure that he can look out for both of yeah. us because that's how bad it can yeah, actually yeah. be. So he's having to keep both of us yeah. in his peripheral to yeah. look out for our safety, which is something that he shouldn't, yeah, you have, shouldn't have to, to do. do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it changes your whole experience. Like yeah. even, so one of the things I do when I'm out running, and I will come on to it, but um, yeah. I normally share my location with my boyfriend. So yeah. I use Strava and there's a, feature on there if you don't use it definitely use it it's called strava beacon it's in the app yeah it's completely free um and you can share your location with somebody so that they they're i think they're alerted if you don't move for like a certain amount of time and stuff like that and i always share it with my boyfriend and it gives me this kind of safety net but then at the same time i'm like what would happen though what would happen if god forbid if anything bad did happen to me like would would he know well, like would he know about that in time yeah. and like all that i know that's a horrible horrible thought but, but it's even like it's something that unfortunately we do have to yeah yeah think about. exactly because sharing your location and i hope that this doesn't get make anyone scared about sharing yeah. your location because i this like the, but it is like when i'm out it's really the only safety net i can take with me is knowing yeah at least that dom knows where i am he knows i'm on a run if something was to happen he would be able to track me etc but even little even like little thoughts that go through your mind like oh my god what if he didn't realize in time or what if this and what if that it's not it's not not and then even for dom worrying about me being out it's the same thing as my brother having to watch us it's but it he's actually at home yeah yeah that could be even worse because at least david can clearly see me there yeah my yeah there, yeah whereas dom's just got to yeah well make sure that his phone doesn't go, hopefully his phone doesn't go <laughs> yeah. off like yeah exactly so one of the other stats that came through was um people changing their ex- exercise routine so yeah 54 percent of the girls change their exercise routine so that's um like going to the gym, gym instead of yeah. doing it instead of running and then the stat that really stuck out to me was mm-hmm. that 43 percent stopped running completely that's so and sad it's so well. sad exactly that's like there's 500 people that did that it's nearly yeah. like 250 exactly. girls who just have to stop doing something yeah, just because exactly. they're worried about Others. their own safety yeah. yeah exactly and i think it goes for me it goes back to why i run i run for my mental health and i yeah. run to get peace of mind and to process my thoughts and I run to like know I've done something for me before I start yeah. my working day. I like to know that I've like gone outside, done my little run, yeah. and I feel like okay, I've looked after myself today. Now I can go and work. Yeah. But if I'm like I haven't ran for the last week and a half, which is quite a lot, a long gap for yeah. me. I know that you know that everyone's gaps are different. Yeah. But I've not ran for a week and a half just because I've been so busy. And I went for a run today, and I was like, oh my god, I needed that. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, I yeah. really <laughs> needed that run. So the fact that people being concerned about their safety is making them stop and running altogether the impact that that's going to have on their mental health yeah that must be is so really sad detrimental yeah. and i know that i've well my i properly started i'd say my running journey mm. i did like couch to 5k in lockdown which yeah. i feel like ev- basically yeah, everyone. everyone basically <laughs> everyone did but then like once it now i think about it once it got to like autumn turn into winter time I kind of then didn't run for absolutely ages and then this has been like the first winter where I have actually ran because I know last year I did the half marathon in October and then after that I was looking on Ustrava statistics Mm. 
and then I didn't really I didn't realize that I'd even done this but I didn't really run very much at all compared mm-hmm. to how much I was running yeah. previously in summer which would be a few times a week and yeah I know some of that is probably due to uni and stuff mm. but again it would have then come down to I'm at uni and I can't run when yeah. I get home because it's dark yeah because I'm unsafe exactly but I didn't even make that connection, connection. in my head yeah so this is like the first winter that I have actually been running more consistently yeah. and it's only because like you said I've either got someone with me that I feel yeah. safe enough with or I'm say uh, are these girls run running yeah. it's in the daytime and yeah. it's on the weekend so it really does reduce the amount of time that I actually get to spend on my mental health yeah. and I know for me recently like I had a bit of a October mm. slump and I was I was feeling quite low and I was I kind of had like a big I was like I'm not I don't want to feel like this anymore yeah. like I've I was feeling really really good over summer and part of it was like due to going back to uni but mm. I was like there must be something more to this and then I kind of wrote out stuff that I wanted to do and that I hadn't had chance to do and loads of it was like the little exercise routines yeah. that you have been able to get up and even if mm. it's literally just a 10 minute jog yeah up and down the road or just being able to get outside in the fresh air on a walk and it's all those little things that I was able to do consistently over summer for for my mental health like go out on a walk or go out on Mm. a run and listen to a podcast or walk or run to a coffee shop and get a nice drink yeah it was all those little things that like you said you take that time for yourself yeah I know for me running is that opportunity that I just get to spend either with people or mm. with myself and it allows me like you said to check in with yourself yeah like, process a lot of exactly. emotions and I just hadn't had time to do any of yeah. that and then when I realized that it's like well no wonder I was feeling overwhelmed and yeah, stressed because yeah. I'm not giving myself I've not been what able to need. do things that I enjoy yeah and I've not been able to give myself any time to process anything yeah yeah and then if I think about the reasons why again it's because I've not felt either say I've mm. not felt safe enough to do so whether it yeah. be the time of day that I would have to run or yeah. not having the people to run with me but yeah it is such a massive issue and really the fact is. that nearly half of the women that took part yeah. in the survey stopped running completely mm. that's it is it is really shocking yeah. to even try and comprehend yeah exactly and I think um I don't know if this is a thing or not, but yeah. I'm going to coin it as my, <laughs> I don't know, a thing. But I feel like there's, there must be something in like this gender exercise gap. You know, we have the gender pay gap. Yeah. I feel like there must be a gender exercise gap or there is a hundred percent where because women are scared of either going on a run or even like walking to the gym in the dark. Yeah. Like even if I don't have a gym membership, but I'm actually going to start going in December for the, for literally the reason yeah. we're talking about now, because I, I want something to complement my running and want a safe space. But even the even thinking about walking to the gym, it's about a mile and a half away and I'll, I'll walk there. And I'm like, God, walking there in the dark, like that's a long even time that feels unsafe. And th- like there must be this thing in the winter where there's a gender exercise gap where men can, you know, continue running, continue going yeah. to the gym. Whereas women, we we keep ourselves we probably feel more likely to keep ourselves at home because we're yeah we're genuinely scared of leaving the house and like you were saying like staying in the same house and I think if 
if you live in your 20s you probably don't live in a in a big house you probably yeah. live in a small apartment or a uni building or a small house and it's being cooped up in there for long periods of time working from home yeah. waking up working from home going to sleep in the same building and not feeling safe to go outside is it just causes the spiral effect like you were saying yeah. it's not just it's not just not going on the run it's everything all the reasons why you run and ha- yeah. and the, the tumble effect that it has yeah because it's like you're that. not able to go on a run so then like i was saying for me i wasn't able to have that time to reflect exactly. and process my emotions yeah. which then made me feel more anxious and overwhelmed Mm. but then because I was still not having that time all like my feelings of anxiety and feeling overwhelmed got more and more and more yeah and like you said once it snowballs it gets hard to then get to the point where you make it smaller yeah like break it apart yeah it's I feel like it's so fundamental even mm. even if you don't run like whatever exercise you choose to do like yeah. you just said going to the gym as well yeah. like not being able to walk there or not feeling safe enough to walk to mm. the gym by not having that space and by not having like your time yeah like no wonder seasonal affective yeah. disorder is a thing because yeah completely it that almost kind of links into it because you're not able to do the things to make you feel better and fill up your cup so yeah no wonder we're all like a lot of us are feeling anxious and overwhelmed and struggling during the winter months because we don't feel safe enough to do the things that That allow us to feel not overwhelmed yeah yeah exactly so i turned the mic off and then me and molly (laughs) ended up getting into a conversation but i feel like it's quite relevant to women's safety because Mm. I was really struggling to find that time in my days because my uni days are really long like half eight till 7 p.m that's crazy and that's the time in uni that's Mm. not the time getting to uni and getting home from uni yeah so it ends up being like a 12-hour day and it was about finding that time within that day that I can have moments to myself even if it is just half an hour in the morning or half an hour in the evening and it's not that we as women should have to replace our exercise mm. or our form of movement for other things but for me when I was assessing I was like I'm not going to be able to go on runs as much as I would want to purely because well because of safety reasons mm. running in the dark or purely for the reason that I've been dancing all day. Yeah. I actually need to give my body time to yeah. recover, as annoying as it is, and as, as much as I might want to go on a mm. run, I actually need to stop and be like, I'm going to burn myself yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, then that's really I'm important doing too to recognise. So I sat down, tried to make a routine that would, not as a substitute for running, because we shouldn't have to try and substitute the things mm. that we love, but on the days where... I know I'm not going to have time to go on a run or I know that going on a run would be silly and like make me feel unsafe unsafe or burnt out and the things that like I'll try and do in the morning now so I'll get up and gratitude journaling has been really helpful even just writing three things that you're grateful for each Mm. morning because it really helps you get into the mindset of seeing the good in things rather than because I know, especially in winter, you can wake up and have those days where you're like, 
well, this is just, well, this has happened, so this is just typical, and this is now <laughs> what my day is going to look like, and it's just one of those days. But yeah. if you actually take five minutes to be grateful, and you'll always you'll always end up finding things that you're grateful for. Yeah. Even if you have had a really tough night the night before, I'll always find it might take you a bit longer, but yeah. you'll always be able to think of three things that yeah. you're grateful for. And that really helped me get into a more positive mindset mm. and fill my cup. And then I also, if I feel like I need to journal about how I'm feeling. So yeah. I talked about this in my journaling episode, but it's really important just to, check in with yourself and ask yourself how am I feeling today mm. and it's such a simple question but it'll actually allow you to process those emotions yeah. that I might usually process whilst I'm running because running gives me that time to kind of journal in my head if that yeah, makes yeah, any sense I'm exactly the think same. through those thoughts but because I've not because I feel unsafe or I've not got the time to do that then doing that onto paper mm. and giving myself that 15 20 minutes just to yeah. assess of how I'm feeling process things mm. and stuff like that so having like 20 minutes just to gratitude journal and write about how I'm feeling and then also I mean I love reading anyway but especially in winter it's so nice mm. to just like curl up with the book even yeah it doesn't have to be like a self-help book or trying to improve or be productive but even if it's just like silly I know, little rom-com yeah i, I about, love a silly little about, rom-com <laughs> i was about to say like last christmas i looked on um my kindle and it was like christmas romances nice. and i was just there like reading like literally like one a week because i'd just go through them so yeah. fast but it's about not finding those things to replace running yeah but you've got to because women's safety is such a big issue and it shouldn't be but it is so it's about if you are struggling to find mm. things that are struggling or if you feel like you it's completely unsafe for you to mm. run in winter it's then about thinking well what can I do to make sure that this then doesn't like we said before spiral into a massive yeah. thing and really really um take an impact on my mental health yeah. it's about what you can then do to try and lift yourself up yeah without having that release and find yeah. other ways to process yeah. your emotions yeah definitely I think that's so good and I I'm gonna start doing that because <laughs> I, I was literally saying to Jazz um if I ever have any time any downtime I'm just like sat on my phone and yeah. I know it's so bad for me and because I have these girls run and a full-time job I just if I get any it's, spare time yeah. it's then work time but I need to take a leaf out of your book and do more gen- I used to journal every morning or try and do it every yeah. morning and it helped so so much so I'm gonna take a leaf out of yeah. your book <laughs> and you'll see me tomorrow morning yeah. and I'll be journaling <laughs> I'll be in like, the corner yet, <laughs> I'll show you my yeah. three things <laughs> but I think it is just so important and like you said because I've really struggled with the relationship with scrolling on yeah. my phone and getting sucked into that because not in the same sense that like I'm running these girls running a full-time job but sometimes being at uni and they'll email at quite late times yeah and I know there was a point last year where I was like well I need to be on my phone in case they yeah email yeah me. but it's about almost having like those focus modes on your phone as yeah, well yeah they're so good having like a work mode yeah and then a mode like a switch off mode and I know for me now me and comrade every saturday 
once I get back from like TGR and I've posted yeah. about my TGR stories, <laughs> we'll just both turn our phones off until yeah. the next day. That's and so good. if you've got, obviously, if you're not able to do that because of jobs, then like it's about finding things similar to that and mm. say in the evening or once it gets past a certain time, maybe having a different mode on your phone yeah. so that you're not constantly bombarded by notifications mm. or if you are able to having like separate phones for work and yeah personal and it's about trying to navigate that relationship for you whatever because obviously we're all individuals so but it's about finding what that balance means for you and mm. even if it's just when you wake up not looking at your phone for an yeah. hour it's like implementing those little things or like a hour when you wake up in an hour before bed yeah not being on your phone and starting off like that so then you're able again to have that time to process because mm. I know for me when I am feeling overwhelmed I do tend to end up scrolling because it's yeah. just like a mindless distraction yeah, yeah, and exactly. you then don't have to think about like what really you should be thinking about yeah. and processing but by doing that like we said it, you just yeah. end up spiraling and yeah. It yeah, becoming exactly. a, a bigger thing yeah. than it is yeah so now we're just going to talk through advice that we have and I feel like tips is too much of a happy word yeah, to use but yeah. just advice that you can use whilst you're out on mm. your winter runs and whilst you're out during winter and just general <laughs> general advice on yeah. safety that can help us women during yeah. winter like as I feel like I've said this a million times mm. we shouldn't need this but yeah it is like evident from yeah the research that you've done and just everything that you see online as well mm. that it is so important yeah. that we do share the, this kind of advice with yeah. each other so we can keep each other safe yeah yeah completely I think a massive thing about these girls runners being supportive with each other as well and I think one thing one thing that I found when I was running probably in my like early 20s if I felt unsafe I just kind of thought this is what it what this is what I'm meant to feel like as a woman this is just what it's like yeah whereas I feel like the older I mean I'm 25 I'm speaking like I'm really old I'm (laughs) 25 (laughs) I know (laughs) as I've got older um and you know sadly as you get older, time passes by and the more stuff happens that makes you feel unsafe. Yeah. Um, and as that's happened, I've actually learned to tell people and to talk to people when things happen to me that make me yeah. feel unsafe. So as an example, um, and this is what I spoke about in my LinkedIn post that you yeah. mentioned, I think it must have been five years ago now, or I don't know, five years ago, um, I'd gone for a run in the morning. It was really mm-hmm. light, it wasn't dark. But I yeah. got home and there was a man stood outside my apartment block um, and he sh- was trying to talk to me and I was trying to get in as quickly yeah. as possible. And he made some not nice comments um, and basically tried to follow me into my apartment. And I kind of just ran off, locked the door. And I think I messaged my boyfriend, Dom. Um, but that was it. I was just like, this has just happened. But then I went and had a shower. And yeah. when I think about that now, I'm like, oh my gosh like that horrible thing That's just happened a massive thing yeah and I just went and had a shower and then yeah. walked to work I was like oh let's go to work but then I remember sitting at work and um one of my colleagues who was like she was like my work mum everyone yeah. has a work mum yeah she was my work mum um and she'd asked me about like how my morning was or something and I mentioned it I mentioned about the man outside my apartment yeah and she kind of looked at me like 
oh my god like have you rang yeah. the police and i was like no, no. i just it didn't I genuinely didn't even cross my mind to ring the police or to tell yeah. anybody other than dom um and she was like ring the police so i rang them and even the police were like you need to call us straight away next time so that they can try yeah. and catch the person or whatever and again i was like i had never it hadn't even crossed my yeah. mind and to be fair to the police they came around they were doing they were knocking on people's doors asking you know asking yeah. questions and stuff if anybody else had seen this man so my i guess the reason why i'm trying to say that is when that happened to me when i talk about it now it makes me feel quite jittery and like nervous yeah. and like unsafe even talking about it and the fact that i just kind of shrugged it off as something that happens yeah. because things like that happened to me in clubs on nights out yeah. or you know worse stuff had happened to me yeah. before whereas now if something like that happens i like i got approached a few weeks ago in london when i was literally going to buy a coffee this wasn't even when i was running yeah and this man tried to talk to me and as soon as he started talking to me i was looking to find a, a starbucks yeah. or a coffee shop or anything nearby that i could go into and i like messaged my boyfriend soon after and i told someone at the site i was at i was working yeah. at just just because i was like this this made me feel unsafe and i should do something about yeah. it so the reason why i'm kind of saying this is we've been brought up as women whether you've been on a night out whether you've walked down the street yeah. you've had something happen to you and you think it's normal it's not normal it shouldn't be happening yeah, and like you that. said we shouldn't although it's really frustrating that we have that we have to spend yeah. our time talking about it but I'm ho- i hope that that kind of little anecdote i've given there if anybody does experience anything that makes you feel slightly unsafe it's please recognize those feelings yeah and i feel like especially as women you're kind of taught that your feelings and that you're overreacting yeah or exactly I know a lot of the time if stuff had happened to me it's like or like you said I'd tell myself in my head well I've been through worse yeah. or like worse things have happened so it's yeah. not that bad and like you said I remember this was in lockdown actually I've been on a 5k and then this car I could I could sense it I'd not mm. seen it yet but I feel like you just know when yeah. I just had a weird yeah. feeling and I looked behind me and this car was like slowing down mm, and approaching me on the road horrible. and I was just like well this is weird I was like I'll, and I was pretty much at my house as well so I was like yeah. I'll just carry on running because I don't want them to see yeah, me yeah. go into my house yeah. and then they well similar to you were just shouting mm. really horrible things at me out of the window yeah. like commenting on yeah. what I was wearing and it's awful and like the way I looked as yeah. well and like you said it does make you feel really jittery talking yeah. about but at the time I kind of just well I say ran a bit faster I kind mm. of went into a little bit of a sprint <sighs> and because where I live there's a park quite near me so I kind mm. of got onto the park because I knew they wouldn't be able to drive yeah. on the park because you can't yeah. get in, into the park with a car and then just loop back round up to my house and then yeah. didn't even tell my mum or dad about it. Yeah, and I yeah, yeah. I would have been 18. Yeah. And I just didn't even... Exactly. You're, you're, I, did, yeah. and I just went back home and was like, oh. And mum was like, are you okay? I was like, oh, just, I'm just tired. Yeah. Like, I didn't even yeah. think didn't to even think tell anyone anything. about that. Yeah. But it is actually, if something does happen to you or you are approached like no matter how small it is and yeah this is something else actually as well because I did a post a few months ago about being catcalled because yeah with my Instagram I filmed like little clips of me running yeah. and I was filming a clip of me running 
and then suddenly there was like a, loads of honks in the mm. background like someone was like beeping their horn at yeah, me I remember so i was it. like i'd rather i was like well i can actually use this to make a point rather yeah. than just like pretend it didn't yeah. happen but then when i posted that i was met with comments from men that's awful um being like oh women are so privileged in this world imagine getting upset over oh being honked at like this isn't even a big deal like you really need to get over yourself that's um, crazy you really think you f- you feel unsafe like it's literally just a honk it probably yeah. wasn't even at you like that's the awful. world doesn't revolve around you like all of these comments now it's just like doesn't that just show that yeah we need to talk about it yeah yeah even more exactly and it's that point of even if you did get honked at it like mm. that's still a massive thing and it did make me feel yeah unsafe exactly. even if the car speeds off it's like if little thing well i say little but if things that it doesn't have to be someone following you home yeah. or someone trying to film you or someone approaching you mm. really closely in person it doesn't matter what it is if it made you feel unsafe it's about trying to maybe get a picture of the reg plate yeah like contacting yeah. the police and letting them know because yeah. that could happen to someone else exactly. or something worse than yeah. that could happen to someone else it's exactly. the whole thing of how cat calling um like men that cat call are more likely to then go on to yeah. say sexually assault someone exactly. and it's about putting those things in place so mm. if you were say to get honked at about trying to get a picture of the reg plate try to report it to the police because who knows you could actually stop something yeah. happening to someone else like yeah. it doesn't matter how small you mm. might perceive it if you feel unsafe then it's yeah. about reporting that in some way yeah. like you said whether it's to the workplace whether yeah. it's to the police and just making sure that you don't keep it bottled up or yeah just go exactly. home or just go have yeah. a shower <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly i think it, it's important to recognize that like your feelings were valid when yeah. that happened and also you people don't know your lived experiences like yeah. we've both me and you have both been through stuff and i'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has been through like some form yeah. of sexual harassment or yeah. you know whether that's physical or um non-physical what's verbal yeah um <laughs> people don't know your lived experiences and they don't know if somebody honks at you they don't know what memories that can bring back or what kind of fight or flight like the fact that your first thought was to run into a park like that's the the mental the mental kind of um planning that you have to do when these things happen it's not they don't just what people don't realize is that it's not just a honk and then you carry on your day it's the honk and then you're like oh my god where's my house or where can i go or where's a safer place it's it then triggers all these other panic moments like this fight yeah. or flight response um and that's it's not normal to feel like that and we no we shouldn't although it's very normalized in our society please like like you were saying like reach out to someone if something has happened yeah, to you like that you need to talk about ever it. insignificant if it's made you feel a certain type of way it doesn't matter if it wouldn't bother your friend mm. or your family member or anyone it's about it's it's upset you and made you feel unsafe and like you said that's your feelings are valid in that moment and it's about reporting it it doesn't matter how small someone else might think it is because if it's significant to you then it's definitely worth reporting so now we've spoken about how all our emotions are valid and 
what you can do if you are approached or if you are catcalled or if anything does happen to you whilst you are out on a run to make sure that you don't bottle it up and you do share it with people whether that be the police your friends your family Mm. the workplace or the place where it took place it's also about what practical things can you do if you've decided that you do still really want to get to the gym or you do still really want to go on your walk or go on your run during winter it's about what practical things can I do to Mm -hmm. help me feel as safe as possible yeah um I think that's a good point you made about it's trying to make you feel safe and what what are those things that you can do to make you feel a bit more I say relax you're not going to feel completely relaxed at all but the things that kind of give you a bit of peace of mind so the one thing I always do which I mentioned earlier is share my location on Strava Beacon um I always share that with Dom and it just gives me that bit of a safety net I also have found my friends and I have quite a lot of my friends on find my friends um so would recommend using find my friends even if even if you're not a runner, if you're not running, yeah. having your best friend on Find My Friends is just yeah. handy. I know that as well, this isn't running, but Uber also mm. have a feature where you can share your location. Yeah. So yeah. I know that if sometimes I'm getting Ubers late at night yeah. back from uni because I don't, again, I don't want to get public transport yeah. home because I feel unsafe. Yeah. I'll then share the Uber location yeah. with my mum. Yeah. And that'll stay live until... I get to yeah that's really good destination it's about sharing like yeah. sharing location is really important yeah exactly and I think it helps to give whoever you're living with or whatever yeah. but a peace of mind as well exactly. not that you know not that um your safety comes first your safety definitely comes first so it's not that we need to be serving others by yeah. making sure that they're also relaxed but yeah. I think it does help like I know that when I lived at home I mean this was like probably when I was 16 but um I, th- I don't think find my friends existed when I was 16 <laughs> but if it did I know that my mum would have felt more comfortable with me going yeah. out in the dark if she knew where I was all the time yeah. although when I was 16 I definitely would not have been <laughs> on board with sharing my location with my mum but um <laughs> but that definitely does help um and then like other than location sharing um people people sometimes run with like torch lights on i don't oh, do that yeah on the head. like headlamps yeah well. yeah exactly i don't do that um because i feel like i'd look like one of those fishes off <laughs> is it monster sick no not monster finding nemo yeah finding nemo got, like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, not I to say that if anybody does use that but... <laughs> you'll like think about the fish um <laughs> but um but no they are they are like Quite they good, also especially do help, in the dark. like, because when it is dark and certain routes, I know that the route that me, my brother, and my mum do, sometimes the pavement can be a little bit yeah um, uneven. Mm. So I know that sometimes we have scarf phone torches out. So by yeah. having a headlamp, it's not obviously it is about women's safety yeah. and making sure that we're okay. But it's also just about like general health and safety, yeah, and exactly. making sure that you can actually see where you're yeah. going so you're not going to like go over yeah. on your ankle because or like step in a massive puddle mm. i know i've done that loads of times where i'm running i'm like oh well now, yeah. my, now my socks are soaking yeah like. <laughs> no it's horrible isn't it so yeah i think they're they're good and um like an, i guess an easy one is running where the where the lights are yeah so 
it's easy i live in london so i live in a city where there's lots of yeah i mean actually even though i live in a city there's not loads of lighting but there's yeah. enough to make me feel safe but um my mum lives in a very rural part of nottingham so i 100 would not run around yeah. there in the dark because it's literally pitch black so if you're if you do live in a place where it's quite built up and there's lighting definitely take advantage of that again it's such a shame that we don't feel like we can run through parks because i love running through parks in the summer but um running anywhere where there's decent street lighting is also a big help i was about to say yeah running with friends yeah oh yeah i've not even mentioned i've (laughs) not even mentioned these girls run (laughs) (laughs) yeah run with these girls run (laughs) um but being part of run clubs that's another massive thing that you can do to obviously ensure that you feel safe because you're with a massive group of people and i mean saying that sometimes the amount of times that like we've been catcalled sometimes yeah like these girls run yeah and even the event that i did with anna archer on Mm. saturday we were running and it was literally broad daylight and people are there like honking and shouting things and that was even when we were running with men as well yeah like there was quite a few men within the group as well so it it won't these are not things that will completely prevent stuff from happening yeah it's things like this that can help you feel more safe or when we were running in a group and say we get catcalled at a run club I don't automatically go into that fight or flight no. because I'm with a group of people. Yeah. I'm on a route that I know really well. Yeah. And I feel safe, like safety in numbers. Yeah. I feel, I feel a lot safer. So yeah. again, these things aren't going to prevent um, things from happening, but they allow you to feel safer if mm. things, unfortunately, like I really pray that they don't, but if things do happen, yeah. you've almost got like a toolkit of things that yeah. can help you feel safe and help you not immediately go into that yeah fight or flight and i feel like run clubs are a great way to do that and yeah a lot of them as it approaches winter do do runs in the yeah. evening so if you have got a nine to five yeah you can go to sessions i know that if you look i know near my house you, there's a running track oh nice that, um it's like a five pound like membership per year mm. and you can book a slot and yeah. that's fully lit and that's good you have to have a code to get onto mm. the running track so i would recommend maybe looking at if you've got a leisure center near you or a running track maybe seeing if they've got sessions there that you can do or even just booking out the track and yeah going on your own if they have got like the padlock systems because yeah. i know that when me and my mum have wanted to go on a run mm. we'll just book out the track instead because yeah. we've got the leisure center literally right next to the run track if anything nice. did happen yeah but it's also really well lit and you have to you have to type in a passcode yeah. to get in so yeah. it's about going to run clubs but then if there isn't any in your area or any that you can get to maybe looking at running tracks because yeah. that's another great way of that's running really in a fully lit area and having it and usually with a running track, there'll always be like a leisure centre or yeah. some port of call that you can go to if you did feel yeah. unsafe or uncomfortable. And then this probably is like one of the most basic things, but we were talking about this before, reflective yeah. clothing and yeah. just all the different types of um, active wear yeah. that you can wear that'll either enhance your visibility Mm. to again not only just women's safety but just general health and safety to cars and stuff like that yeah yeah also if 
you are more well seen then it does i know for me it does help make me feel a little bit safer yeah, if I go out exactly. in a really bright outfit yeah i feel less likely that someone would try and come yeah. up to me because yeah. it, it's more obvious so yeah. it is about just all the little practical things that you can do to try and build yourself up yeah. almost like a little suit of armor so yeah. that when you do go out you feel prepared and you don't instantly go into that yeah fight or flight or yeah. freeze if something yeah does happen. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> i think that just about brings us to the end of the episode so thank you so much molly for thank you for having me coming on i feel like it's been a really really important episode yeah. and we've talked about a lot of stuff that i think a lot of the people that listen to this and a lot of people that obviously are a part of the these girls run community um w- would really need to hear and a lot of it they'd be unf- like it's, it's sad that we're able to like resonate and yeah like relate to it but i feel like it's so important to carry on sharing yeah. stories of personal experiences just so people feel like their feelings and their experience their lived experiences are valid mm. which actually segues me really well into <laughs> our mantra for the week because at the end of the episode we always have a little saying a mantra affirmation that you can take with you for the rest of your week or however long you choose that you feel it would be appropriate to you so from speaking about our lived experiences with women's safety the mantra that we like decided to do this week is that your feelings are valid and you have every right to feel however you're feeling because as we discussed in the episode it is hard sometimes and you do like we brush things off you'll Mm. go through experiences and just because you would have seen something worse happen to someone else or you'll kind I feel like as women we invalidate our well as everyone but especially as women we Mm. invalidate our emotions and how we're feeling a lot more just because we're kind of like I said before taught that we're the amount of times I've been told that I'm being dramatic yeah, or overreacting yeah. is just <laughs> basically more times than I can, I can imagine I've been told that like I'm being dramatic or I'm overreacting um so it's just to know that your feelings are valid and however you're feeling right now mm. no matter what it is it's valid so if you have gone through something or you do feel like a certain type of way and you want to open up to someone you're never overreacting or being dramatic because it's how a lived experience has made you feel Mm. and no one else is you so they can't comment on how you're feeling because they've not lived through that in your shoes so it's just to know that your feelings are completely valid Mm. and no matter how you're feeling even if you feel like you're overreacting your feelings are completely valid so reach out and talk to people and because the moment you do, I feel, I feel like it's the moment you open up to people is the moment that it's like a problem shared is a problem half. Yeah. You instantly feel that relief and yeah. it's about having building that support system around you. Yeah. But um, I feel like this episode has been really, really important. So thank you so much for coming on, Molly. That's all right, Jess. If you want to check out the These Girls Run Instagram, it's at these underscore girls underscore run. Yeah, well remembered. Um, I was like, where are the underscores? <laughs> <laughs> and that 
is where the Safe Swave supportive community yeah. is and you can check out the runs at all the locations. I won't name them all because there's that many that <laughs> I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but there's lots of them. So if you're looking um, for somewhere where you can feel safe and you can run as part of a group in winter so you can continue that without worrying as much about your safety then I would definitely recommend these girls run. If you come to one in Manchester, you might see me there. <laughs> if you come to one in London, you might see Molly there. Yay. But definitely check out these girls run. And as always, check out my Instagram, Jasmine Zofit. If you resonated to anything in the podcast or want to share anything, what you enjoyed, feedback, um, future podcast episode topics, anything that you want to share, please just message me on my Instagram. Post pictures, share the podcast review, just all the all the podcast love <laughs> and i will see you next week for a rundown on a completely different topic bye bye, bye. <laughs>